0: Welcome to Tactics and Tapas, this is your host Lucas Garden. In this episode, we dive into the week that just passed, round 16 in La Liga, where we saw Girona go away to their much larger Catalan brothers, Barca, and win 4-2 at Mount Juic, making them, at the end of the day, the leaders of La Liga. Almost halfway through the season now, and Girona are still sticking around are they for real? I think at this point you have to say yes. They go away to Barca, win 4-2 in a game that was back and forth, very entertaining to watch. Barcelona just doesn't have it in him in the game. Lead the game in total shots with 31 chances to Girona's 15. Expected goals for Barcelona was also in their favor with 3.74 goals expected to the 2.48 of Girona's. But the actual scoreline shows a different result with Girona four goals to Barca's two. First time Girona scored over two goals in a game with uh, Barcelona let alone even beat Barcelona and it's at home or in Barca Stadium too is a thing like I know it's not the camp now but still Montjuic is not an easy place to go to and get points away you haven't seen really too many teams been able to do that Uh, this year despite Barcelona's form with the media saying that they're struggling and they are to a certain point but you have to realize like Barcelona has a very very thin squad there's many injuries that they've had to deal with throughout the season Uh, they're really only attacking player that they've played so far this season is Lenandowski and he's even struggled and I know that many of the Barcelona fans are are frustrated with him after his performance in this game. He did get on the score sheet, but he misses a chance late on where the cross comes in and he goes to head the ball and the, and the chance seems to be for him like a exact type of goal that you want to score if you're uh, Lewandowski or Barcelona and he just mi- completely misses the header. comes off his shoulder. In this game he's been he's seen yelling at the other players, uh, complaining about the service he's getting. Uh, I know there's one chance where Cancelo was down at the end line and he uh, shoots it on the net instead of passing it back to an open uh, Lenandowski who is on the penalty spot. Gio Felix, after his wonder game against Atletico Madrid where he scored at home and against his former club, doesn't show up for this game. Um, The other attackers, Ferran Torres, comes off the bench, is better, but than Jao Felix had, but not great still. So Rafinha kind of still lost in it. Lamine Jamal comes off the bench and later on in the game is the only player that's pressing. Uh, lewandowski the worth ethic wasn't there on the pressing side of the ball when it, without the ball in, the, in their possession. If you're Chavi, you definitely seem that uh, you've got out coached in this game. Uh, something that I think is becoming more and more of a problem for Barcelona is that. Chavvy just doesn't have the experience coaching at the top flight level. And it's appearing more often than not. And if you're Barca, do you look to Victor Roque coming in in January to save your problems? Like, I don't know if a Brazilian 18-year-old or 19-year-old that just scored 15, 20 goals and played a whole season in Brazil is going to come in and be able to hit the ground running like even if he gets five goals, I think Barca's fans and, uh, are spo- going to have to be happy with that coming uh, in the second half of the season. At the end of the pitch for Barcelona, Naki Pena is in goal. Uh, not as great as performance as he had against Atletico Madrid, but he's what they have right now, and he's going to see what it's going to be like for the foreseeable future as uh, Tersegan has to have surgery on his back. Raho doesn't play that well today. uh I know in the 30th minute or a little after the 30th minute, uh, they had shots of him taking off his uh, black mamba mask uh, that he had for his uh, cheek fracture added, and still uh, Koundé in defense is struggling. I know the second goal that they gave up to uh, Miguel Gutierrez, uh De Jong and Koundé are both like half, caught halfway in between uh, a player to the left-hand side, and... Uh, Gutierrez is dribbling at him and they both go with the other player leaving Gutierrez with a shot on goal wide open non-challenge no one steps to him and it goes in the back of the net and it's 2-1 going into halftime just like that. After the game Xavi says that Drona was just more effective uh, and clearly uh, they were putting in four goals off of their 15 shots but still uh, your Barca like you can't be losing these games I know the pressure is building on Xavi but even if you're Juan Laporta, I don't know if you can go with anyone else other than Xavi. Like you've kind of made your bed. This is uh, the with the signings you've made and everything else, uh, and how Barca's situated right now. You can't really make any two other changes. I think this is the Barcelona that we're gonna see for the rest of the season. A uh, a team that kind of can when they're on form, they're on form and uh, they look unstoppable. But like w- with the injuries and how flat. Uh, their uh, bench and depth is it's going to be hard from here on out especially um, Barcelona have a Champions League game this Wednesday against uh, Antwerp that they need to win so that they can go through on top of their uh, group and then shortly after the beginning of the year they have the Super Copa on January 10th and uh, now that the Copa del Rey is in the round of 32 they're going to start getting those games as well so there's only going to get tougher from here on out I know they got Valencia coming up this weekend, and then Almeria before the winter break hits. But still, like looking forward, after the first of the year, Barcelona is still going to be right back in the thick of things, and hopefully, you get a couple more players back for Xavi, and able to rotate the squad, and maybe there's some type of levers pulled for Barca in the in the uh, winter transfer window that they are able to uh, get more depth. I know earlier this week i saw some type of weird swap deal between uh barca and man united where where barcelona gets Jaden sancho for Rafinha, and maybe that can help out but still you're that's one for one swap and you're still going to be without the depth there for drona in this game though uh a little interesting uh leading up to alex garcia a, a player that's Played in Catalonia all of his life. He's from Barcelona. Um, says in the lead-up, uh, I want to play for Barca in the future. I'd like to play for them. And if you're a off, obviously, like uh, this is only like one of the few times you've played him since 2017. You have The first time you ever played him was in 2017. You're trying to build this regional rivalry. T- try to take yourself serious uh, not uh, Michelle didn't really like that he just quieted it down I said uh, Alex Garcia shouldn't have said that but from Barso I'm definitely looking at uh, Alex Garcia and saying well uh, if man City don't want him because Girona is a part of the man City football group um, and I'm able to pay them 11 or 30 million 35 million for Alex Garcia and I he could definitely improve my midfield especially with uh Gundogan being older player now and uh, needing the depth there with uh, Gavi out for the foreseeable future until next year probably is what it seems like but as for Girona it's a game to remember for them Uh, it's the first time they've ever beat Barcelona and it solidifies them as uh, at the top of the table they take the lead due to Real Madrid's uh, draw against Real Betis which we'll get into uh, here in a little bit but They now are alone at the top of the table almost halfway through the season. Uh, I know the odds on them to win uh, La Liga is so far out. I saw 1,500 before this game. I'm sure they've come a uh, a little bit farther down since then, but they're cleared ahead up by two points from Real Madrid and seven points clear of Barcelona and Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid still with that game in hand that they have to make up uh, here in the winter break coming up but Drona are here for real they look great, Dovbek gets the opener goal between him and Tyskankov over on the right hand side where Cancelo's kind of pushing up and they were able to punish Barcelona all game for that uh, just finding the, spade out the space out there on the right hand side uh, Tyskankov gets an assist in this game, Savio, their other winger gets an assist as well uh, they, they're young and attacking and very fun to watch uh, providing that no one comes into the winter transfer window and takes one of their best players from them. Drona are here to stay, and I th- think they have very good chances of pulling a, a Leicester City of 2016, uh, winning the uh, La Liga title. Do Would I put all my apples in that basket? Probably not. I think, obviously, like at some point, they will regress back to the mean. But still, like... It's a story to watch throughout the rest of the season uh, for all of European football, especially here in La Liga where in ta- on Tactics and Tapas, where we uh, cover just La Liga. But in order for Girona to be alone at the top of uh, La Liga, it took some help. La Real Madrid had to drop points, and drop points they did away in Seville against Real Betis. 1-1 that finishes Jude Bellingham gets on the score sheet shortly after halftime uh, with a beautiful goal that's played over the top. Uh, he it in home past the keeper. He now has 12 goals in 14 matches. Uh, Brahim Diaz after scoring twice last week gets the assist in this game. He he looks like a new player and definitely bring liven up the attack for uh, Real Madrid And and after that Jude Bellingham goal I definitely thought uh real madrid were gonna take control of the game and we're able to, we're gonna be able to sit back and easily coast to a win but from Rui ball who was getting i'd say definitely picked on just definitely diced up by uh uh rodrigo on the right hand side of the Betis defense uh all game he was kind of getting picked on uh rodrigo was able to attack him get by him a couple of times uh ruy ball had to bring him down want to cage in uh so that and drew got himself a yellow set they weren't in on goal but uh, Rui Ball steps up into like the inverted left back, or right back position, I guess wing back position for him. Hits one from like 35 yards out. It seems like right outside the back uh, box. Gets past Lunin in the back of the net and owes quite the goal, uh, uh, a glow goal also for sure from Rui Ball. And after that, uh, both teams kind of played attacking. Both teams had chances at the end where uh, Isco had a header coming in. That goes off the post. Uh, uh, everyone in the stadium held their breath for uh, for a moment there, thinking that that was going to be the winner for Real Betis and Real Madrid were going to lose just their second game in the Liga so far this year. After the match, both managers in the press conferences uh, seemed that they were, I wouldn't say happy with the result, but content with the result maybe. Uh, Pellegrini definitely thought, and Ancelotti both thought that the draw was deserve for both teams. Um when Ancelotti goes to say it though, he goes, Oh, it was a, it was a deserved draw, like we're happy with the draw. Um Real Madrid's team uh steps in to say something and uh Ancelotti goes, Oh, we're just we're content right now. It's fine. It's okay. We're just content. This is the squad we have this what who we are and we're content right now and uh even on La Liga TV where I was watching the uh press conference uh kind of made a funny like little cut and I didn't really catch what's on I had to read a article from The Athletic to see exactly what happened there I just thought it was some tech- technical difficulty I wouldn't say that with those statements Ancelotti was trying to say he needs more players or different players but if I'm Florentino Perez the kind of same problem uh Barcelona's having like have a weeks weeks not weak squad but uh a thin squad for sure in this game uh, for Real Madrid they started Modric and Cruz Modric definitely not happy coming off in this game uh, a little bit through uh into the second half in the 70th minute he's uh when he's seen coming off he kicks a water bottle um but at his age like it's, it's to be expected but like I was saying uh it's a thin squad and they're gonna need reinforcements here in the Winter transfer window as well. Like, unlike Barcelona, though, they do have the money to spend in this game. Uh, Vasquez started at the right back on Lucas Vasquez. It's not necessarily his best position or, or anything like that. But with Camavinga injured for uh, Real Madrid and he's not coming back, uh, and, run, and Vinny and Vinnie out until at least late January, they're going to need replacements. And I think. If I'm Florentino Perez, you got you got to start there at the back and defense. Uh, it's getting older, and it's not it's not going to get any better. Um, you can rely on your uh, academy with uh, players like Nico Paz, but there's no one really coming up at the the moment. And it seems like uh, Nico Paz's shine is kind of worn off. I know he uh, had the winner uh, in the Champions League for them, but he hasn't had such luck. Uh, in La Liga, he's came on in the 83rd minute and wasn't quite able to uh, score here in this game. Uh, didn't have too much of an effect on the game. Uh, coming off the bench, For Real Betis—they uh, just keep knocking on the door of European football. They're they're right there in seventh place, uh, three points behind Sociedad and uh, Athletic. They're going to continue to be there, and uh, it seems like they don't. I, I don't know. I'd say that attacking-wise, this goes enough from them with Willem Jose and Perez there on the right. They seem to be enough going forward, but are they going to have any chance of making European football? Those spots by Athletic and Rio Associated, I'd say right now, uh, don't look like they're going to be dropped anytime soon, and you're going to have to take points off them and go away to those stadiums or in the second half of the season and play them for those spots. Moving on from one Madrid club to another, Athletic – Madrid wins at home against Almeria. Thought it was going to be easy. It wasn't as easy as it seemed. They come out early, uh, score two goals right off the bat. Uh, Morata gets on the score sheet for the first time in a while. Um, and then Correa gets on the score sheet only five minutes later. Almeria in the second half, though, gets uh, a shot coming in. And Baptista uh, turns it right back in out for the save from Oblak and with that goal, they kind of come alive and start to press Atletico Madrid and force them into spots that they didn't want to be uh, a couple saves late in the game by O'Black and a couple misses by Almeria, keep the game uh, as is and how is it finished. And it seems for Almeria right now that if I'm an Almerian fan, like we are playing good good soccer, good football at the moment. It just seems like the, uh, the results aren't bouncing our way here – Against In this game, it's 2-1 and a game that felt like it could have been a draw. They draw again uh, last week against Rio Betis, who was a man down for almost the entire second half. Uh, at this point, I think it's safe to say they're going down, no doubt. Um, I don't see a great escape for them uh, any time in the future. If anything, I see them selling more of their better players in the winter transfer window to... Teams uh, trying to get up in the Segundo, whether uh, that be like an Espanol or a Real Zaragoza or even a Valladolid or a um or even against, uh, or to other teams trying to stay uh, up in La Liga, uh, like a Sevilla or uh, Mallorca. Moving on from that game, Villarreal at home, outlaw at Ceramica, get their first loss on a Marcelino. 03 versus Reassociated, Sociedad uh Real and Real uh, was a good game it looked back and forth for the most part for the most of the first half um Edison Kapue um shame on you sir uh should definitely I don't know in my in my opinion should have got sent off I felt like VAR should have done something there where uh, the ball's on the ground and uh, Bryce Mendez is kind of shielding him away from it uh, or or is shielding away from it Like, there was no play on the ball by Kapuwe where he uh, goes to kick uh, and kicks Bryce Mendes and ends up breaking his arm. Like, Bryce Mendes is going to be out for uh, at least a month until late January. Uh, In my book, if I'm a Liga and Villarreal, uh, Edison Kapuwe has to be uh, punished for such a thing. Um, It didn't get better from there, from uh, Villarreal either, as they give up three goals and Ten minutes, uh, right before halftime, and that halftime talk from Marcelino has to be completely different, just based off of uh, giving up three goals. Like it's not a, never a pretty sight when you give up three goals in a game, let alone in ten minutes. Um, Marcelino, since his uh, time at Real, started off well. He beat Osasuna, beat Panathinaikos in uh, the Europa League, and now it kind of regressed back to the mean back to the I wouldn't say old Villarreal uh, but definitely the less attacking less uh, bright Villarreal I would say I think Marcelino still has his work cut out for him uh, he is advancing in uh, the Europa League it seemed or in the Conference League they have one more game less against Ren where they have to win away and I think that game will be able to define his tenure this year. I think uh, VRL will keep him for sure throughout the year uh, just because going through three managers and never a pretty process. And I think Marcelina has it in him. It's just about getting the best out of these players right now, uh, especially in uh, an aging squad like Moreno and Capoue, even for a real associate at, uh, and Emmanuel. Uh, they just seem be on the up-and-up. Uh, they are going to at least be tied, if not top their group against uh, – in the Champions League, are going to be into the round of the 16. Um, Kubo, who's lacked his attacking powerless in previous games, gets a goal and an assist in this game. Uh, Sadiq uh, doesn't get a goal this game, but still leads the front line for uh, Real Sociedad. And as looking back to his familiar ways, where he, uh, the player he was once at uh, Almeria, Real Sociedad definitely going to be one of those clubs to look out for. They're not. In Europe, for sure, in my book, Um, if Barcelona continues to struggle and ends up in one of those uh, Europa League spots in the Liga, I see Real Sociedad being the team moving into the Champions League spot and uh, shoring up that fourth place. If it wasn't for a team like Dorona this year or if it was just a regular uh, front three in the Liga with uh, Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid and Barcelona, La Real... Would be in the Champions League for sure, uh, in Champions League finishing spots at least for sure right now. Around the rest of the league, uh, action started for La Liga on Friday night with Getafe winning late with a Borja Mayoral goal against a uh, nine-man Valencia, and Getafe also had their own red card in there with, uh, so they were only playing with ten. Uh, Las Palmas wins away at uh, Alaves. Mallorca win 1-0 against Sevilla. Sevilla hasn't won in nine games now in La Liga. Cadiz and Asasuna draw 1-1. Granada and Athletic Club resume their game from Sunday after a fan uh, had suffered a heart attack and died uh, in the stadium uh, during the 17th minute. It finishes 1-1. Raya Vallecano versus Celta Vigo. Finishes no nil Both of those squads struggling right now. Uh, Celta Vigo hasn't won since September 1st. Vallecano hasn't won in a while either after a very great start to the season where they were in the top half of the table and now find themselves without a win in their last five games, three draws and two losses. Uh, only one win at home for uh, the Viking side. Now time for your favorite part of the program where we preview next week's matches with a little bit of a parlay for next weekend um my parlay for this uh upcoming weekend round 17 in La Liga has Asasuna Moneyline against Rayo on Friday night um and then I have at, and that's at plus 105 I have Sevilla and Getafe under two and a half goals minus 108 and Barcelona, I think they snap out of it and they get a win away at Valencia uh, minus one fifty five. And if you parlay, parlay those together, it's plus five hundred fifty. Other games to watch out for next weekend is Real Madrid versus uh, Villarreal. Uh, Real Madrid at home should be an easy win for them, but still, uh, it could be an easy trip up game from like the talent there is there for Villarreal to to. Pressure Real Madrid and uh, not make it uh, as easy as win as most people looking at that game was. Um, And then another one for the European spots, Real Sociedad and Real Betis uh, at Real Sociedad. Going to be a a good game on Sunday as well as the matchup between Athletic Club and Atletico Madrid in Bilbao for that game. A game that I'll be keeping tabs on for sure. Um, Thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, Make sure to share, like, follow, review, um share uh follow us online at uh on x or twitter uh at tactics and tapas see you again next week for the round 17 roundup of games in the liga